recording live in the middle of fall fresh off the first day of snow you wouldn't know it though so i'm sitting in sunshine now boy let me tell you looking out the window in my new apt got the new spot in bk sure enough your boy is finding his way very exciting time uh i wanted to celebrate movies yeah today we're talking movies and who better to do that with than Kenise Mobley? Comedian, first of all, very funny, doing big things out here in New York. She's part of a comedy festival. Let me get that detail to you in a second. But also, uh, you know, we met in Boston. But she, more importantly, is all about that movie life. And we had ourselves a chat. Pick some favorites, even. You see, Kenise is my movie buddy. We go see movies together. She actually does a really fun thing where she'll do a comic movie meetup. Well, she'll text a bunch of comics, a movie, we'll go see that movie, and then afterwards is my favorite thing in the world. We'll just get in a circle and just tear the movie to pieces. <laughs> it's, uh, it's everything I live for, just making fun of something. It's not always a teardown. You know, it's not like a hate fest. Oftentimes, the movie we see is, is pretty good. But even then, there's still funny things to be mentioned. You know what I mean? It's not like it's not like making fun of something means that I hate it. Oftentimes, if I'm making fun of something, it means I appreciate it. That's how I show my affection. So that's a good time. A lot of times we'll take over a coffee shop and just go in on the phantom thread. It's a really good time. In fact, it's one of my, my more favorite things to do. Am I... Is this, this is barely English at this point. <laughs> it's one of my more favoritist. <laughs> Kenise also has a movie blog, which you got to check out. Every year, she does a hundred new movies, or she sees a hundred new movies. And that's a good time. She lists all of them. Um, so if you see something missing from the list, you can always make suggestions to her on Instagram. She is open to suggestion. I love movies. Do you remember... The first movie you ever saw in theaters? What was it? I want to know. What was the first movie you ever saw in theaters? What was your first favorite movie? Mine have changed so many times. Remember Mars Attacks? God, that was a good one, huh? That's kind of coming back around. People are starting to chat about that one again. I was like, oh, damn, yeah. That was a good movie. So wacky. There's some good ones out there. What are you guys' What kind of movies do you like? 
Do you like murder movies <laughs> where people are super strong and they snap necks? Do you like mystery? You like sci-fi with aliens and Marvel characters? <laughs> you like a nice drama about a construction worker that's contemplating suicide or what what are we talking? What kind what's the movie vibe out there? I want to know. So yeah, we picked some favorites and had a good chat. You got to catch her at this comedy festival. I'm telling you, it's going to be a good thing. The Janelle James Comedy Festival. Uh, That is December 6th at the Bell House. So you want to go support Kenise. Extremely funny. It's going to be a great show. Um, And check her out on Instagram. But in the meantime, why don't you listen to some of our picks, some of our seasonal favorites on the movie episode of Smells Like Radio. Sucking on me is really neat. Don't be a jerk and don't be a fool. Be a good neighbor and follow these rules. Okay, so we're going to talk about movies tonight. I'm tired of politics too. I agree with you. This is the way movies are made. I want to give you an idea here so that we can prove our premise tonight that nothing succeeds like excess. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, right now I'm on 10%. Roll spin, got the hand in my blood like insulin. Sugar, I'm up dancing still. Every chance that I get, did it big like a Texas whip. And that right there on the real. Direct in the cut, trying to heal on them chlorophyll. Most prices to the Lord of you. They can't whitewash my head, never fold for the Lord of you. Black Swan, nigga, fuck Swain. Ain't this shit but take mine. Lately, life, they been a broke clock, broke clock. I just really need a good time. Ooh. I had to tell them my old wife, Beef Bonjour. If she don't cha cha. Me no concord, Miss Honey Dijon. Give me a reason to take this little intermission. I need a little breathe, a little ventilation. A million degrees, I got the heat stroke waiting. When everybody leaving, it just finally you and me. You best believe I pledge allegiance to the juice by baby. Oh, I gotta hear me in the stick shift, power, power. Hitting 106 miles an hour. Speeding the money, your money speeding the problems. I need a break, give me silence. Jean-Claude Van Damme is back in the same shit you've seen over and over and over again. He's running out of ideas. Okay, I hit you and you go down. Then I kick you and then I hit you and you go down. And I'm the winner. I am the winner again.
as luck would have it, one of America's two most powerful villains of the next decade is turned loose to strike terror into the hearts of men. The villains themselves were ultimately responsible for much of the popularity. Audiences love to hate. Welcome back to the program. I'm sitting here with Kenise Mobley, and we're talking movies, and I'm wondering, Kenise, what was the first movie you saw in theaters? The first movie that I remember seeing, oh, this is tough. I guess these had to happen around the same time, which is 1993 or so. Um, I remember being in the theater to see Jurassic Park and being scared out of my fucking mind. Like, and I remember distinctly the emotion that I had when that shot of the water glass and you can see the vibrations of the dinosaur footsteps in the, the water itself. I remember being terrified by that, but also like in awe that just an image of a glass of water could like shake me to my core. Yeah, I saw that in theaters, too. I remember thinking to myself, like, how did they film dinosaurs? <laughs> I was, like, too stupid to comprehend that they made the dinosaurs. <laughs> they made dinosaurs for this movie? Yeah. What was your f- first? Uh, the first one I can remember is, I think it was Aladdin. Oh. And I remember uh, sitting on the movie theater floor watching. We had like front row seats. And I don't know why I was on the floor. Now that I think about it, I think it was maybe just like more comfortable so I didn't have to like crank my neck. I was young though. I remember uh, eating red vines. That's how young I was. You ever eat those? I eat Twizzlers if someone has them. I never buy a Twizzler because it's pure sugar and like I can't justify it mentally. But if someone is offering me Twizzlers, 100% I will eat them. I love them. Red vines, I do think, taste like wax, and I do not like them. I don't think red vines are even candy. I think they might not even be technically edible. <laughs> it's like once Twizzlers go old, they become red vines, and then they sell those. Ugh. I'm just thinking about the waxy taste of red vines. It's just, they haven't mastered it. I remember one time I went to the movie theater with my parents, but they split off. They went into their own movie, and I went solo dolo into uh, Batman. And uh, I walked in, and I was the only person in the whole theater, which at first I was really stoked about. But then, like, once Bane came on screen, I got scared, and I left the theater, and I went into my parents' theater. Wait, not Tom Hardy Bane. No, no, no. Okay. I was like, how old are you? (laughs) You were 11 when Tom Hardy banged, like five years ago. (laughs) I do love Tom Hardy, and I might see Venom, even though it doesn't look very good to me. But I do think Tom Hardy is amazing. I will be a fan of his until he dies. He could be one of those people who, like, only occasionally does bit parts for the rest of his life. And young people are like, why is this person so famous? And it'll be like me. No, because I'm paying to see all of these things on the virtue of his accent and his lips. He is... I, okay, I'm not going to, this isn't like a, let's talk about how hot Tom Hardy is podcast, but, uh, whew. Okay, back to movies. Or else I'm just going to think about Tom Hardy in a sick, sad way. <laughs> Did I ever tell you the story about cowboys and bitch bitches and the Indians and what frontier of Yeah. All right. So uh, we were talking about favorites from the summer because now we are squarely in fall. I feel like we should probably address the death of MoviePass. Yes. Oh, 
so sad. It was time. It was. We knew it couldn't last, though. We all knew. But it does, it feels like a relationship with your friend, like your friend's relationship, and you're like, that's not going to last. But I'm going to take advantage of everything this has to offer. I saw no documentaries because apparently I don't care (laughs) about issues. Do you at least fake read? <laughs> I do fake read. I read headlines and then I comment and I get in like heated discussions with people and then don't back up anything. I have such strong opinions that should have like actual facts behind them, but I feel <laughs> very strongly about these things. That boy needs therapy. Lying down on the couch. What does that mean? You're a nut. You're crazy in the coconut. Um, no documentaries. How about scary movies? I think the only scary thing I saw was A Quiet Place. Did you see that? Yeah. Did we see that together? Yeah, I think we did. Okay. <laughs> it's like I, I feel like I saw that with you. Um, I liked it. It was cool, right? Oh, careful. I think you got a ghost. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the fridge just opened, like, for no reason. I'm sorry. <laughs> I saw it slowly open. <laughs> That's terrifying. Yes. The fringe just opened on its own, and I guess my house is haunted now. This is bullshit. It's a lame ghost. I wish, like, ghosts who just open things, like, that's dumb. That's not a, like... (laughs) Yeah, it's like a cat ghost. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe that's all it is. We're not having ghosts of people. It's just, that's, like, why they knock things over. (laughs) And, like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He was white as a sheep. And he also made false teeth. All right, back to John Krasinski. Yeah, I I like him. I think, okay, I I have done PowerPoint presentations about this. I have such strong feelings about this. I will tell anyone, and I've I've talked to my therapist about it. In fact, I paid money, and like that was our entire session, me being like, John Krasinski does not deserve to be an action star. He hasn't gotten there yet. He 100% should have gone the route of, okay, I will go from goofy guy to romantic comedy guy, then to drama, then to drama, yeah, like a family drama. Then, and he did a family drama, but he didn't do enough work in the romantic comedy zone for me to like I need him to be in like five Nancy Myers films and then like a four dramas where in one of them or three of them he has to like have a gun for some reason and then only after all of that can he be like hey I'm a shoot him up action star worthy of Jack Ryan I don't even believe the man fucks like he has sex but he doesn't like fuck I did a poll uh so I did three polls uh, I did one poll that says John Krasinski fucks yes no and if it's a choice between yes and no people are like I mean his wife is beautiful of course he has sex so it was like it was literally 69% said he fucks but then when I clarified and said John Krasinski has sex but does not fucks or fucks the vote went to has sex but does not fuck because he doesn't have that deep virility to both a fuck and also b be an action star he doesn't have it he could get it, but he's trying to skip steps. And no, he's got to get his ass to a few more romantic comedy things. Maybe turn as a villain. That w- it won't sell well, but it'll just in- it'll just inch it into people's mind. Maybe this guy could punch somebody in the face, and then he can do. Frontier The worst movie that I saw was not a movie that I saw in theaters. It was Lost Boys. Oh, yeah? What'd you think? I hated it so much. I was like, what is this movie going for? The end is 
comedically bad. <laughs> like I and I just heard people talk about this movie a lot, so I was like, oh, maybe it's like really good, and I've just like been missing out. Yeah, they're like the Goth Avengers. It was and like their their depiction of like eighties in California was like over the top. Like everyone's like, hey, bruh, what's up, bruh? I've got long hair and like unnecessarily shiny muscles. Like, ugh. They, they, like, vomited glitter. I don't know what the fuck was going on there. It was bad. Can you, can you think of anything that talks other than a person? A bird? Yeah. Yeah, not a fan. I'm trying to think of other movies that I saw. What was, do you think, the worst movie that you saw all summer? I feel bad saying it, but easily it was ant-man and the new jurassic park movie like those movies i feel bad critiquing it because it's clearly not for me it's for like 11 year olds but man it was so bad they were really garbage sometimes a parrot talk I'm so happy that people are finally on board with Mission Impossible being one of the best action franchises. I have loved it since 1996 when the first Mission Impossible with Tom Cruise. It was sick as fuck, man. The second one was over the top, but I still like it a lot. It had like cars spinning out, slow motion looks between Tom Cruise and Thandie Newton. And you're like, Tom Cruise doesn't fuck, but okay, sure, or whatever. Uh, yeah, like I'll believe this for a moment. It's, oh my gosh, it's so, like that one, Mission Impossible 3 with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Like Fallout, oh, so good. Some of the best fight sequences, some of the best action sequences I've seen in a long time. Oh, oh my gosh, it was so good. And like, honestly, this is the first time this has happened where like, okay, so uh, there are a lot, there were so many trailers for it and all of them, all of the trailers included this scene where Henry Cavill, like <laughs> Andrew Durso calls it recharges his arms. <laughs> and there's like a sound effect that goes with it. But like literally like, glee when that happened and like me and Durso are looking at each other like oh my god the arms thing and it's like why does this look so cool I don't understand the purpose of this but amazing just the trailer alone I was like all right this is my favorite movie yeah it's so good it's the only one I've paid to see twice so I liked that uh I really liked and this is going back into the summer a bit I think one of my favorite movies uh, I actually saw this twice was eighth grade. Eighth grade, I thought, was really solid. Yeah, he really captured a tone with that one. Yes. And I was like, oh, my God. Like when I, It's very hard for me to watch someone do something embarrassing. Like, I viscerally feel it, and I feel, like, this need to, like, escape that situation. So when she would do something that was awkward, I'd be like, oh, no, please don't, please don't. Oh, no, 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 no. It was one of those movies where, like, even though I enjoyed it, like, my stomach hurt the whole time I was watching the movie. Yeah. Because it's, it's like I was that kid, you know? Yeah. It is very impressive. It's nice to see that that is a first-time director, also a comedian, being able to do something that isn't necessarily his experience, but he's able to make it relatable to so many people. All right, so we made it all the way to the end. Kanisa, I want to know, what is your favorite movie of the year? Some of this was determined a long time ago because 
I love Paddington too, and I cried. It's one of the few <laughs> movies that I'll defend. I'll like. I don't give a shit if someone. Yes, we've talked about this. If someone bowed like bad mouth, <laughs> like of all the movies, of all, you don't understand. I cried. It touched my heart. It's well shot. There's, <laughs> I liked Paddington one, but Paddington two, fucking waterworks. You don't like. There's, uh, there's a scene where it looks like a character is gonna have to accept the death of another character, and this shared look in their eyes where it's like, I'm going to lose you, and I'm just, uh, it's over for me. Okay, it's fucking over. <sighs> It rips out my guts every time. I've seen it multiple times. I paid to see. This is before I had movie pass. I was like, I will see this. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember you inviting me to go with you. So that's I, I draw the line at Paddington. Ugh, you you need to open yourself up to this sister because it's good. What about you? Uh, you know, I really liked. He won't get far on foot. All right. It was uh, it was like a bleak comedy, but it was based on a true story. And Joaquin Phoenix and uh, Jonah Hill really really brought it. Not that it was cool. Okay, I'll check it out. Alrighty, that is the show. What do you think? Did any of your favorites make it to the list? Did we mention any of them? How about that John Krasinski rant, huh? Who saw that coming? Man, who knew? This whole time, this guy's acting like he fucks. We know you don't fuck. We're on to you, Jonathan. Janelle James Comedy Festival, December 6th at the Bell House. Kenise will be there rocking that stage. Check it out. Why I became a fan of Ewan McGregor, honestly. Because he just showed his dick in everything in the 90s. And it was like, oh, okay, cool, 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 cool.